Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Hey everybody, welcome back to When Words Fail Music Speaks. Uh, I am Blake Mosley, joined today by James Cox. James, how's it going, sir? Pretty good, man. How about you? Wonderful. Uh, well, not wonderful. We'll get to that in a yeah. minute. Um, <laughs> but, Especially uh, today. James, yeah, yeah. Very somber day. We'll start yeah. out on a very somber note here. But uh, uh, this is this is awesome, man. Today we have another uh, returning guest on the podcast. Uh, guitarist Fred Holmes uh, was featured on a few episodes back on our interview with Of Gods and Machines. And uh, due to technical difficulties, our talk kind of got cut short. Um, but, uh, you know, once we got talking to Fred and kind of getting to know him better, we we're like, oh, we got to get him back on. This would be great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, everyone, let's give a warm welcome back to uh, Fred Holmes of 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 above gods and machines of of gods yeah what's up up, buddy how are you doing i'm doing good doing good relax uh just chilling playing a lot of music yeah a lot of writing going on right now a lot what is a lot of writing yeah Yeah, it's all the video of you and travis jamming yeah Um, Yeah. and uh it's exciting to give you you know just a little sneak peek about what you guys got coming up so Oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's flowing like everything's just kind of me and Travis and Anthony are just really gelling. Like when we jam, like yeah. we're really coming up with some really cool stuff, and yeah. it's really enjoyable. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, Man, it looks nice. like it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, like we mentioned before, we're starting out on a really, really somber and down note because uh, today we learned about the passing of the original Slipknot drummer Joey Jordison. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought maybe we could take a minute and everybody kind of talk about like it, it, like, like we mentioned briefly, if you're into any form of heavy metal music, uh, Slipknot at some point was a big influence, whether you're yes. a guitarist, a vocalist, a drummer, what, what have you. And, um, so, uh, Fred, why don't you kick us off? What, what does Slipknot mean to you? Did Joey Jordanson in particular influence you in any way? Um, I would say, yeah. Um, hmm. in my younger years living up North, I was introduced to Slipknot and like i like the album iowa you know yeah and uh like uh what is it uh what is that it's something um when it bleeds or something like that it's bleed. song. Yes, oh, yes yeah 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 um and it's that's kind of what got me into extreme metal yeah like, that was my avenue because i wasn't really into corn and pod and like those other bands but like slipknot was yeah. like the heaviest you yeah. know right. at the time yeah. and that's i was drawn to them yeah yeah, like uh, they always got lumped in with, um, and there's nothing wrong, you know, with the new metal genre, but, you know, they got lumped into that new metal genre, and I never understood why. Like these guys were heavy, they were fast, and they were doing things that new metal wouldn't even attempt. So that never made sense, I guess, just for the time. Like nobody really knew how to categorize these nine dudes that wore jumpsuits and masks, and there was three drummers and you know one guy that just kind of stood behind a, a box and just head banged the whole time yeah you know but uh yeah like uh yeah, so, such an amazing band and, and joey did so much uh for the genre and metal drumming in particular but um before we get to to my blabbering about joey jordanson uh james what about you what what, what was slipknot uh how was how was that influence influential to you well, I'm a lover of all music, right? And, yeah. Well, you know this, especially because we talk about uh, various music on here. Uh, yeah. Metal uh, resides in my heart uh, to, to the full extent of, uh, of its being because uh, my first metal band was Metallica, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that Slipknot came in and just blew everyone away, you know? Yeah. Um, My favorite album from them is uh, All Hope Is Gone because yeah. it showed me that they had more range than... Just heavy, heavy metal, you know? Right. Because some songs are, are kind of soft and some are, are heavy. But Jordanson was one of the co-founders, if not the founder, of Slipknot. 
Yep, and he was. it it when I heard the news, that my my heart just sank, you know, because I know that he's such a good guy. Everybody raves about, you know, oh yeah, he's such a good guy to talk to and everything. Um, yeah, so it's a, so um, I, I, we don't know how we died right now, but uh, yeah, but it's it's a sad day, you know. Yeah, uh, I I knew he was sick. There was a lot yeah. of talk uh, yeah. about he was battling a, some really serious health issues, and yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything in front of me right now that that uh, tells me what it was, but I know he was not doing really good, and they really didn't expect him to live very long. So, mm. but what's sad is I almost kind of forgot about that until it popped up that he had passed. Um, you know, because he hadn't been in Slipknot in a while, and he's played off and on with different bands. He was with Rob Zombie for a little bit, uh, played with Corn, and uh, you know, just uh, kind of filling in with for different drummers. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, for, for me, Joey Jordanson was my introduction to just heavy music in general. Um, you know, a foot in the door with like Linkin Park and stuff like that. But, you know, as far as heavy, aggressive double bass, you know, anything, anything like that, um, guttural vocals, like Slipknot was uh, terrifying. First off, as a <laughs> as a kid, you know, and and they were the butt of a lot of people's jokes, jokes yeah. whenever I was coming up in school, because you know I had a bunch of friends who didn't like metal, um, who didn't really like music in general, and I was the only one. And uh, I started getting into these types of bands, and they just didn't understand that at all, and made fun of it. Right. And you know, I just, I just thought it was cool. I thought the masks were cool. I, I'm into shock rock of any form. I think that's just fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and then and then you talk about his drumming, and uh, you know, it's just uh, the guy really just knocked down the wall for yeah. metal yeah. drumming in the future. Oh, like it just, like you know, what his, I'm saying his discography is so massive. It's oh, like, yeah. It's, and you're a drummer, so you know, it's like yeah. he's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time, and I didn't even have a double bass pedal yet, but just like I figured out how to play before I forget uh, and uh, Vermilion. And I thought that I was like, oh my gosh, I can play, I can play two songs that Joey Jordanson like plays. That's, in, <laughs> that's insane. Like maybe I'm, maybe I'm better at this than I thought. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but like, it, it's just, you know, the, the guy I always heard great things about him. Um, I never yeah. heard anybody talk bad about about him i think it, due to his health issues and other personal things is you know that's why he left slipknot in the first place but yeah. um as far as i know they were all still really good friends and um you know jay weinberg is playing with them now and he's amazing as well but um you know just with what joey brought to the band <clears throat> and then i mean even starting the band and like they wouldn't be where they're at without him i, I don't believe you know and um so yeah, Slipknot's always had a really special place in my heart, and I hate hearing that Joey passed. Um, <clears throat> but but uh, you know, prayers and condolences to his family for sure, um, and uh, a, a, a huge, a huge, huge influential piece of metal music is gone, and, yeah. and I hate it. But um, anyway, now that we're all bummed now out, now we're all bummed out. Good night, everybody. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Fred. Man, man, yeah, <laughs> man, this is bullshit. Yeah, was that bad boy pop punk? Awesome. The, I mean, oh, yeah. Really though, when people like when iconic metal musicians have passed, like a lot of them have, and like this ranks up there with like Dimebag and yeah. Yeah. like like that were super influential. It's just yeah. wild. So yeah, wild. and and like I, I didn't yeah. even know he was sick. I didn't know he was sick. No, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody yeah. did. Yeah, it was, it was, I saw an article about it, but like I said, I, I forgot that that was even a thing until, until today. Yeah. And, um, but you know, there's some, there's several drummers, famous drummers that I follow on all forms of social media and just the sweet things that they've said, whether they've toured with him, um, or even like, you know, Instagram drummers that I like I follow and just talking about the influence that they have you know they, a lot of people put him in the same category of what you would like neil pert or buddy oh, yeah. Rich and, you know definitely. what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean this guy played for a metal band that's that says a lot um yeah. and uh so yeah just amazing drummer and um hate that he's gone but man what a legacy to leave behind though yeah. for real yep i do want to say uh, something before we um, talk to mr fred um technology sucks right 
So yeah, when uh, when we interviewed Oh Gods and Machines, um, uh, there was something uh, peculiar about uh, Fred's Wi-Fi connection. We fixed that. So we do. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I just had to get you back because uh, after yeah. you wrote Blake the uh, the message that, that that you sent him, I'm like, dude, we we gotta get we gotta I get Fred on it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, he's gonna read a little bit of snippets from that message, and and we're just gonna have a. You know, we're going to talk to you about music and all the good stuff, okay? Yeah, cool deal. So, cool. Yes, sir, yeah. Um, so, like, <clears throat> I guess, you know, starting out, what was what was your introdu- your your introduce- your introduction to music in general? Like, did you have, like, a certain band that just blew yes. your mind as a kid? Yes. My first introduction to, like, heavy metal was yeah. when my father, my father gave me a cassette tape of Far Beyond Driven by Pantera. Ooh, yes. And then he gave me Metallica and he just kind of fed me like this hair, heavy metal, you know, hair metal stuff. And my uncle, he loved um, Metallica. He would buy me Metallica stuff and I would listen to Metallica all the time. Metallica, Pantera. Um, My godfather, he's a drummer. Okay. Um, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, When I was a child, I remember watching him play live. So I've been around music quite a bit. But, um, like, to get into the music that I'm na- playing now, like, what made me want to play guitar and stuff was when me and my friend Caleb went to see Norma Jean. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was, like, my first, like, heavy, like, heavy band that I saw was Norma Jean. Right. And then later on, I saw The Chariot and bands like that. And then it was just like, whoa, this is cool. And we started a band in high school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I got introduced into playing music, really. Do you remember what the name of your band was in high school? Yes. Okay. Uh, the first, the, there was like there was like three names. Um, the first one was really terrible. It was a bullet and a kiss. And then, then there cool. was uh, the hollow point story, which I thought was a pretty cool name. But um, then me and Payne actually named the band sitting in geometry class. We named it From Idle Hands. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, and uh yeah and it was really cool I pl- we played a lot of shows and we had a venue there in manning called the barn and that's kind of how where i kind of cut my teeth on playing yeah. shows and playing in front of people yeah um, i've actually never played guitar in front of anyone live really? Um, oh really yeah i've always i always did that as a vocalist um yeah I never played any shows as a guitarist and that's kind of like where, where we're heading with the gods and machines is we want to play some shows. Yeah. We want to drop an EP. You know, we want to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. with, and, uh, with uh, the stuff with the that band, you know, I left. And that's how I learned how to play guitar. I took guitar seriously. I always banged around on it and I practiced and played with it. But mm-hmm. when I left that band, I was like, I'm not going to be a vocalist anymore. I'm going to learn how to play guitar. Yeah. And that was around when I was like, 18 17 18 is when i left that band and then my mom got me a really nice guitar and i learned yeah. how to play guitar yeah, yeah. So it's cool i, well, got... I remember hearing about from idle hands like whenever uh um do you, do you know jacob kip yeah yeah okay, he, so, was, uh, uh, he was at james's wedding yeah my little brother james uh, yeah jacob was at his wedding it was cool such a good dude. I, I love Jacob to death, man. Like we, he's he's been a, a a good friend of mine for a number of years now. And do you uh, talk to him often? Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, we talk actually, on Snapchat a lot. <laughs> when you when you see him, ask him about the pink mosquito. Okay, I will. I will. <laughs> that do that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna Snapchat him right now while we're doing the interview. So no, you're not. I'll ask him about the pink mosquito. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll do it. Um, but yeah, we always talked about from idle hands because, you know, Jacob was one of the friends that what Jacob was like one of the first friends of mine who I found that connected with me on the same level as far as music goes. Like he, you know, he played drums too. So we always, I didn't know Jacob played drums. Yeah. He plays, actually I sold him a drum set and then bought them back from him. Uh, so, wow. Yeah, but um, so we always, you know, shared interest in, in drumming and music in general. And, um, you know, he was like, have you heard of the band From Idle Hands? And I was like, actually, yes, I have. But, I, you know, uh, let's let's go see them live sometime. And, you know, we never never got a chance to. But 
Oh, um, man. But yeah, we used to always talk about from idle hands uh, when we were in high school. So they were they were really good. We were we were a good band. I only got to yeah. play one show with them as from idle hands. Yeah, and then uh, Cor- uh, Corey Smith replaced me, mm-hmm. and then I left and joined a band called the Hero Incarnate with Matt Cusack, Daniel Geiger, Danny Leffridge. I don't know if you know who Danny Leffridge is. He's from Florence. He, he he plays uh guitar and does live streaming and stuff like that. He's really good. Really good. Okay. Really good yeah. Um and uh I was a vocalist for them and I was in that band and then I tried to start another band and then another band and it just kinda kept going and going and then I met Travis. Yeah. And man, he is the coolest dude, man. Yeah. He's um we our styles are so different, but they mesh together. Yeah. And we're just now figuring out how to like make it tight where where I can blend my really death metal death like metal core like I come from like through the eyes of the dead at the gates kind of roots you right. know and graves of valor like South Carolina metal you know yeah 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 so like sometimes you'll hear me playing and I actually will sound like Chris Chandler a little bit because I mean I was in a band with him in high school and like he's the only person in the world that ever gave me a guitar lesson yeah. So it's like sometimes you'll hear a little bit of him and me and like and when to blend that style with Travis's beat down slam like this really tight punchy riffage. Right. It's gotta be it's gotta be so perfect. Yeah, it, yeah, it, for it, sure. It's gotta be seamless. Yeah, and I love it. It's, it's so much fun when we when we get it right and it's like yeah. yes. It's like yes, this is, this is gonna be tight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to your um uh first uh metal I go off on tangents sometimes. Sorry. Oh, yeah, fine. And this no, is your show right now. We're, That's we're, what this is all about. <laughs> we're here yeah. for you, you know. Um, yeah. But I'm going back to your uh, first uh, CD, which is Pantera, you said, right? Um, Far Beyond Dreaming. Now, that's the CD with, 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 with the blue cover, correct? Yes, yes. It's got the songs on, like, the uh, Drag Man. the Water. I'm working. Um, uh, good friends and bottles of pills. Uh, there's a I bunch think, of salt. I think it's that. Five minutes alone is on that yes. album. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. So, that's where I got. That's like the heavy riffage. It's like I'm broken, man. I'm, bro- oh, oh, yeah. I'm broken to my favorite. Which yeah. which song on that really in, in, in inspired you to actually pick up a guitar? What what what's that? What song on on that CD really inspired you to actually? Uh, play music i i that's what got me into heavy metal to be honest with you most of what wanted most of what inspired me to play guitar was metallica okay yeah yeah straight up metallica man james hetfield's the king of the e string there ain't nobody got better riffage than him (laughs) yeah for real he's good he's good (laughs) and like hit their first four albums it's like it's it's so heavy and evil sounding Mm -hmm. and it sets like this atmosphere and you really got to like d- just be- delve into it to like get it, I think. And that's what captured me. It was like, this is like, this is just heavy. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't really explain it. I can't explain it any other way. And that guitar wise, it's, it, it's Metallica. It's like when I was a kid, right. yeah. I would, you know, I'd be pick up a broom and I'd be like jamming into like sad, but true mm-hmm. or like, you know, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, but, uh, but, uh, um, you mentioned he's the king of the E string, but I think he's I think a, so. he, but I think he's the king of down down picking. Cause I do, cause I, I mean, he, oh yeah, he doesn't yeah. upstroke anything at all, and that's just amazing <laughs> to me. But um, yeah, he's really he's really good. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people, the younger generation really are like that's dad rock now. And no, don't like well, that. It's like it's just. <laughs> We well, wouldn't really have it if they didn't write it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, technically, you're right, because Metallica's, what, 40 years old right now, right? Or or, yeah. or 30. So I'm 41, so I'm right there like, with them. So. Yeah, I think at least 40 or yeah, something. 40, 41 years old. Um, like, people don't understand that thrash metal and death metal and deathcore, and all, it's all intertwined. Yeah. yeah. Through the music. Through right. the music. Yeah, there's you so know? many sub-genres, like, like new metal, black metal, thrash metal. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. hard it's all, to, all, it's it's all to, the same. It's right. different atmospheres. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah you just yeah. gotta find your find your niche. Uh okay, yep. so after you listened to Metallica and, and you got your guitar, uh what was your first guitar that you got? And and oh. most importantly, do you still have it? No. Oh actually, man. My, 
my first guitar was a, a like a cheap acoustic okay that i had right and then my friend um aaron he's from ohio when i lived up there he gave me a galveston electric v oh it's cool they're made in texas i've been trying to find another one because that one got broken oh, yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. um and then the first like real guitar i got was was uh my ibanez that my mom got me um yeah. and then the other two guitars that i play now are the two washburns that my dad got me because okay. i'm a huge dime bag fan and he was like Cool. Got your Washburn seven string. I was like, sweet. You know? Okay. Okay. So now that you mentioned that, got me a Washburn Strat first, though. Right. Right. Like so, that was those were my first two real guitars that I got. I still have those. Right. Nice. So now that you mentioned the, uh, the ultimate question, I I, I want to ask you this because because I mean you're here, right? Uh, seven string and, and six string. What? Which do I like better? Which yeah. which do you like better and 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 why is a like like oh, the, that's why a, why that's is a necessity for the for extra string there? I know it's a sound heavier, but it but is it like easier to play or like with more strings and more frets? Um, or why do I'm look, I'm looking at my seven string right now? Um, I think because I think because of the top strings down tuned. Okay. You know, because we're playing in drop A. That's, um, that's I think because that. <laughs> That E string still being in standard, you can kind of add more um, fills in your scales. I think okay. that's kind of what I take from it. it kinda, it's yeah. more like a bigger playground, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of know some theory, but I throw it all out the window and just kind of play by feel and what sounds good. Hey man, you know? yeah. Do what so, you do, you know. Yeah. I love playing the seven string with Travis. He's he's kind of he's the one who kind of got me into playing seven strings because I never really my dad got it for me like a couple of years ago and I never played it much. Right. I just didn't know about it, and he's taught me a lot about playing a seven string versus uh, my six string. Which you go playing a seven string all day, and then you pick up your six. It's like that's like a little toothpick in your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there is a really uh, shred on it because it's yeah. so little feeling now. You know, it's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard of the uh, of uh, Jerry Dines, but I think he has like yeah. a like a hundred string guitar or something. It's like. Like a mass up guitar, I'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, because I, I think that was like an ongoing meme, like do you gent, bro? You know, and he's like, yeah, like oh, now, you know, so funny. everything's all about genting, and I'm not sure what gent is. Yeah, oh um, man. Yeah, so I guess it's like a really, really, really low tuning. I think gent is just the sound that a breakdown makes that you make with your mouth. So when you yeah, get genting, really gent. It really is. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah I think that's how they categorize it. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's weird. I, I mean, I, I'm. Uh, yeah. There's some. There was a. There was a short period of time where I was like really indigent, and uh, I love it. Yeah, like like uh, what's the name? Uh, after the burial. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know what's uh, another one? Is periphery. Like, yep. Periphery. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Polaris is kind of genty. Polaris mm-hmm. is good too. Yeah, yeah. It was just in them. I couldn't like I couldn't figure it out on drums, so it frustrated me really bad. <laughs> and so yeah. I'd get like really, really frustrated, and like would would give up and just be like oh, I'm I'm done I'm <laughs> for this this genre. I can't figure this out. Isn't it like and, polyrhythms uh, or something? It's like these weird like syncopated yeah. polyrhythms. It's, it's uh, weird. It, it's just. But yeah. then like I saw a video of a guy who played uh played an after the burial song on a i think it was a a mop handle and then just like one string and yes. he made like a guitar out of it and that and he played the song like perfectly and i was like wow that's that's actually really impressive yeah. <laughs> one string <laughs> just one string that's all it takes um by the way jacob kip uh, wrote me back i asked him about the uh, pink mosquito <laughs> and uh he said he said, "Oh, my old favorite liquor drink, um, <laughs> country time pink lemonade and vodka. That sounds interesting. That sounds yeah, yeah, that's that, pretty good. That does sound yeah, good. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you about the story now. Um, yeah, we were at James's wedding and we all went to the liquor store and mm-hmm. to get beer and liquor. And uh, Jacob gets, I guess he like you said, he got vodka and pink lemonade." <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's just, I'm, I'm like, what is that? He's like, the pink mosquito. It's like, <laughs> awesome, man. I was like, what is yeah. that? Yeah. I guess he just made it up. It's, it's just man. been just an inside hilarious joke. Now the whole world knows. If you oh, can't man. find your drink, make it up, right? Because it's out there. You just got to be creative, right? Right. Um, yeah, he needs to like trademark that or something. That sounds good. That sounds good. Like, I, drink it. I drank it. It was good. Yeah, it wow, sounds yeah. good. <laughs> oh man, such a good dude. Such such is such a good dude. I would love to have him on the show sometime. Um, just to hear him uh talk about, you know, when we were in high school and like connecting with music and and things like that, and just like listen to Jacob talk just for even like five minutes. Just give him five minutes to talk, and you're just like, you're hurt, Tom. You're just like, man, you're so you're such a funny guy. Um. Well, I got a question about drums since I'm a drummer. Um, so you you play drums as well, right? A little bit. Um, I started learning over the past couple of years. Okay. Yeah. Um, how has Not that actually been? learning though? Just kind of like banging on them and trying to replicate what I hear in my that's, head. That's sure. probably what I would do. But like that's is that something that you taught yourself, or did you take lessons for that? No, no. I got that. I think I got that from skateboarding. I know okay. it sounds weird. Um, like I skateboarded for a long time and in order to land tricks, you kind of have to visualize what you're going to do before you do it. Right. So that way you can replicate it. Sure. And that's kind of how I do, how I play guitar and how I played the drums. Like I'm trying to visualize it beforehand and replicate it and yeah. when I, and trying to execute what I, my idea is. And it's really that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and, and we, we had, uh, Casey Allen back on the show um, last week and did an interview with him and you know he gives drum lessons um, and uh, we were talking about that and you know he was like it's it's you know hit or miss like either kids can do it and they're going to pick up on it because they are um, not only uh, rhythm rhythmically gifted and understand rhythm um, but you also have to be good at like multitasking so um, and then it's hard because those are two things that's really hard to teach people. Yes. Um, so they almost have to naturally be good at those two things or drums. Ju it just will not work most of the time. Um, yeah. And then if you can teach yourself how to play drums and like just play by ear, like then that's, that's really, really impressive. So like kudos to you. That, that is oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tough. I mean, uh, pain, he's, he's offered me advice and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Cause I ask him, I ask him things like, where my feet should be, you know, like how they'd be above the pedal, away from the pedal, stuff like that. Yeah. And he hasn't messaged me back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, dude. He's busy. Well, if he's so listening busy. to this, he should feel bad. Yeah. No, he won't feel bad. They're, they're like, they're, I think they're like recording an album or something. They're like super deep into Cryptweller uh. right now. Um, but yeah. Um, also, my, I think my other music I get, comes from being in concert band in school oh yeah okay because i played trombone in a concert band and marching band and jazz band cool oh, nice. so that's kind of another it's a it was baritone so i think that's kind of might have to do with why i like heavy sounding stuff yeah yeah i mean and you know I, I love getting to talk to people who did play in some form of like school band orchestra things like that because you'd be surprised how how much of an influence that type of stuff even even myself like that's how i got into playing drums i played uh it was in fourth grade um it was the first year i was able to join like the orchestra band at school and uh i was like drums seem really cool I, I didn't know how to play drums for you know at that time but they were fascinating to me i was just getting into blink 182 and um, you know, I was like, I, I want to do that. So yeah, let's play drums. So I, I joined and just learned how to play like marching snare stuff. And, um, it just sparked my interest. And, um, John, I don't know. Do you, do you know John Palance? Yeah. Jonathan okay. Palance. Yeah. He yeah, taught me he how to play drums. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, dude. He's amazing drummer. He is. Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah, hadn't taught he's... him in forever. Um, he I had that band, that. um, the Sunset Massacre. Sunset Massacre. Yep. Cool Man, they were name. really, they were a, really good. Yes, they cool were. I, I wonder if there's any YouTube videos still on. on hey, there is one. I hey, think there is. is one. There? I think it's still on there. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, I wish they would have like kept going. They could have been. Yeah. There's no telling what Brian Goodwin and um, Jonathan and James and Corey could have done. Mm. 
if they would have just kept going, it would have yeah. been unreal. It would have been, yeah. it would have been up there with between the barrier and me, Ooh. I think. Oh yeah. Caliber type music. Oh. Yeah, no doubt. And I know he was heavily influenced by those guys as well. Now, when he taught me, it was, uh, I think he was like 15. Oh, wow. whenever he taught me. So it was before he, he actually didn't know how to drive or he not, didn't know how to drive. He wasn't driving at the time. Um, oh, wow. His parents used to bring him out to my house. And, um, you know, he was a big Blink fan. He's really the one that got me deep into Blink-182 um, oh, and taught me a lot uh, about um, playing by ear and things like that. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, that, that guy taught me for, like, two summers. Um, he just came for, like, a few weeks and, like, twice a week and, and showed me basic stuff. And then, you know, he'd, like, leave and come back. He'd be like, all right, well, what do you know now? And, you know, I'd kind of show him. He'd be like, all right, well, here, since you know that, we're going to teach you how to do this. And um, he did oh, a great awesome. job, and he went on to work at Leonard's um, for a while. And, um, you know, there was a lot of other students that he had that I'm sure learned a lot because uh, he's crazy, crazy smart, crazy talented. Haven't talked to that, that guy in forever. I'd love to reconnect with him um, and uh, see how he's doing. Yeah, I haven't heard from him in years. Yeah. I don't even know if he still lives here. He might like long gone. Like doesn't give a crap about South Carolina at all. But uh, anyway, sorry. So, um, so knowing that you play drums somewhat, right? Um, I gotta ask you this: there's there's been an ongoing argument that has been uh, resolved by Lars Ulrich of Metallica. He says that John Bonham is the best drummer ever. Uh, Do you or agree with that statement, or do you think Neil Peart is? Because because there's a long, long line history between Neil Peart and John Bonham. Which, which one's better, or which one's the best one? What I think uh, it's subjective, right? It's yeah. sub- subjective. Like if you ask me within that music, within that style of music, I would say John Bonham. Yes, right. Yeah. Greatest, greatest rock drummer of all time. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if you were going to ask me like death metal, I would say with Holm Vitek of Decapitated who's passed away. Yeah. He's yeah. One, one of, to me, one of the greatest death metal drummers of all time. Right. And then like, um, the drummer, uh, the drummer for Bury Your Dead. Yeah. And that genre, he was probably one of the best. He was yeah. so good. You know? Mm-hmm. I and, rediscovered um, them the other day. Yeah. They were I freaking I forgot awesome. all about them. They were so, they They're were so great. heavy. They were yeah. so heavy. Yeah. Clean cut guys, they come out there and just like, yeah. we're tough. <laughs> Well, yeah. well, I have to look those. I have to look those drummers up because because I I I haven't heard of those most of those bands you just mentioned. But yeah. to me, if you ask me, that I would say to you because of my ear, I'm not a drummer, so you know, take it for what it is. I think that the guy from um, uh, Mashuga would be considered, Oof. you know, because yeah. he does. He is nasty. I, I don't know how how he does because he has. I think he's like off timing himself. Like he has. Like snares one 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 way, and his and his drumming is like bar none, the, you know, the best I've, I've ever heard. But then I'm not a drummer, so you know, like yeah. I said, you want to take it for what it is. But uh, yeah, the guy who does Mashuga is like fantastic, you know. Yeah, but see, I don't even know the the drummer's from Mashuga's name, and I don't. If he ever yeah. sees this, I hope he doesn't take offense. But oh, like yeah. Joey <laughs> Jordan, like a household name. He's actually Jordan, a really big fan. Jordan, so he's, Jordan he's the man. We can't forget Joey. I mean, Joey's been a and like, like we said before the show, I mean that guy was a was a was a staple, you know. So yeah. so he's one of the greatest of all time too. But um, yep. moving For forward, sure. uh, who yeah. who are some of your biggest influences, whether it be a drummer or guitarist or or one of your friends that you that you got that you were inspired by. Oh, um, like some of my biggest influences for like playing guitar. Is is a lot of like between the burying me, Paul Wagner. Mm-hmm. I do like playing, listening to it, but I can't play it. It's too good. <laughs> it's too hard. Um, but I love listening to it because it inspires me to write other things. Yeah. Um, like my, I, I can't. It's really hard to put a like a name on a biggest influence because there's so many different bands that have influenced me personally. Like, cause I've yeah. I've seen a lot of bands live and. They're all good. I, every time I go see a band, I'm like, oh, wow. They they really are this good. This, they're real. Yeah. They're real people. Yeah. Right. You know? like I saw Coheed and Cambria. Oh, uh, my God. They're, yeah. Back, 
uh, when they were in Simpsonville a while back. Oh, nice. With uh, Mastodon and Every Time I Die. And, like, I was like, wow, they're all so good. And I'd yeah. seen Every Time I Die before, but not Mastodon or Coheed. And yeah. Coheed was like, yeah. yeah oh Coheed. wow, they are so good live. Yeah, yeah Coheed like, is like one of the I, one of one of the bands that you want to see live, you know, be, before you die. You know. Yeah, they're on my yeah. concert bucket bucket list for sure. Yeah, my. Oh, you gotta see them. You gotta see them. Like, yeah. I thought I was like a fan of them, and then when I saw them, I was like, yeah, I'm a total. Fan. <laughs> Isn't that amazing how that happens? Like, even yeah, that's why I always encourage people go to go see the opening bands. Don't right. wait until yep. the band you're you're really into is playing and just because there's you know two or three bands playing beforehand that you don't know go check them out you have no idea like even just seeing a band live can totally influence you um and like you can you can become a a, a huge fan overnight just just like that just seeing a band live that's how it was for me with let live i saw them open for silverstein and and um august burns red and oh, wow. never i had never heard of let live ever um you know they just i i think i've told the story before james i was in line to get a silverstein shirt and uh the you know they came on and started playing and i got out of line because i was like i've got to go listen to these guys this is insane um but I, I can't tell you how many bands i've seen live that i wasn't necessarily excited to see and then they completely just changed my whole opinion of them um, right. because it is impressive. And, and that's what, that's like what's so powerful about music too, is even a song that I was familiar with uh, until I saw it played live. And I saw the emotion of every member of the band that put into that song to play it. Um, or even just like the singer talking about that song and what it meant to him and, where the writing of it came from, um, it, it can totally just flip everything, and then it then that song sound, sounds so different the second time around, you know. And then every time you listen to it, you think back to that moment, and uh, it's 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 a crazy thing. That's what I love about music, yeah. and that's why it influ influences me in so many different areas of my life, you know. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys ever go to Rebellion? No, yes. I have not. I went, several, I went several years in a row. Uh -huh. Oh, awesome. Did you get to go to the last one, the very, very last one? I did not. No. That was the only one I got to go to. Really? Um, it was, oh, man, it was wild. Yeah. I got to see Emir. Um, he is legend. Yeah, there. I saw him um, in Brooklyn one time. It was but it's a reference to your story about seeing bands, Um, like to watch the bands that are going to play, you know, the other ones, you know, watch the other bands that are opening. Um, I didn't want to watch Trivium one time when they played at New Brooklyn Tavern with Three Inches of Blood and some other bands. And then when I saw Trivium at Rebellion, I was like, I should have watched them because they were amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, but it was Trivium. They were already a huge band. I just never right. got into them. I yeah. never gave, I never gave them a chance. Yeah. They, you know, that's actually the first band I saw at Rebellion. Um, They're amazing. Yeah. They were, it just good. blew, blew me out of the water. And like I, I knew about the band, but I'd kind of like fallen off from them for a while there. Um, I can't remember what the name of the album is, but the one with um, "Pull Harder on the Strings of Your Martyr" and "Gunshot mm -hmm. to the Head of Trepidation," whatever that album's called. Um, yeah. And uh, that I wore that album slap out, like it was just amazing. And then tried to listen to the next one, just didn't really care for it as much, and just kind of fell back off. But saw them live and just blew me away mm -hmm. um and uh then i was hooked on rebellion after that like i, I went as as much as i could go and um i actually yeah. went to epicenter oh I really was at, i was at epicenter for the that that fiasco <laughs> oh gosh he he tell us what that what, what that was all about oh it was a, it was a great time um i had watched uh howard's new band light the torch yeah i, I was right, watching yeah, them yeah and they're they're great they're really good um i yeah. watched motion i watched motionless and white and then oh. i was over watching black label society nice Ooh. but that's my like, favorite band of all years. i was like i yeah, gotta see that wild yeah you know and um then next thing you know we hear all the music stops there's like a tornado and everybody's being asked to leave oh um, no dude <laughs> and then they wouldn't let us leave the actual parking lot really? oh gee 
So I, I, I got as much merch as I could like, as soon as I got there, just in case, you know, yeah. Yeah. and I got some stuff and I, you know, I got, I got kind of hammered. I got, uh, <laughs> got pretty drunk. Got a little messed up, yeah. But uh, and uh, then we we just left. They they yeah. wouldn't let us leave. My dad's like, I got a four wheel drive Chevy. We're getting out of here. Let's go. <laughs> He's like, Let's go. Let's go. And it was great. It was the whole concept they wanted to do was awesome. It was like Rebellion. It felt yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, I hope they do it again. Yeah. Because I think it would be pretty great and it's only two or three hours from where we where i live here in south carolina so right yeah yeah i love like big things big festivals like that um and i think it's a great way to go to see bands that you have maybe listened to for a long time and just to see like a bunch of them just in one day or one weekend just back yeah. back, back. Yeah. and the concept of like there's three uh, all right so when i first went there was only three stages it was only two actually it was the first year that they did two days it um three stages the two main stages the one little side stage off off in the very back and you know sometimes there was a band that you really liked that was playing the small stage that nobody was at and it was just so much uh better of a show because it felt more intimate um you know i got to see motionless and white on one of the small stages at rebellion and like oh, memphis cool. mayfire and all all band asking alexandria all kind of bands like that um oh, what was the name oh gosh david draymond from disturbed had a side project one time i didn't know that. Um, i don't remember the name i did i didn't know that they had one yeah, and it wasn't very successful, but <laughs> that man played on the small stage one of the first years of Rebellion I went to. So, like, I just went to go watch them because I was like, David freaking Draymond up there, like, yeah. just blowing up everybody but, away, but, killing it. But I will tell you that, that some opening bands aren't what they all seem to be because I, okay, so, so you mentioned, Fred, a band that I fell asleep watching okay. live, live. <laughs> no joke, because, uh, Cause they were on tour with Static X, and I'm like, okay, I gotta, gotta stay up for this year. But I feel totally, it's three inches of blood. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That, 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 no that, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. So uh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, to, to, oh, it's okay. It's not, don't offend me, but that's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, but, uh, like, yeah, wow. but dude, I, I, I just couldn't get, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, like, like you had, this was at, at the House of Blues. Like thirty-five thousand fans were screaming and yelling, "Yeah, you know, three inches." And then, yep, the, the same sleeping over there. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, dude," and I was like, "Oh, wow, okay." Because I was so excited to see Static X to the point oh, where nice. is this band X? gonna go? Yeah, huh? You saw Static X? Yeah, uh, three times. Oh. Yeah. Man, James yeah. has seen everybody, man. It it's sick. I want to see Deftones. I've never seen Deftones. I've, I've seen saw them one time at the House of Blues. Man, the House of Blues back in the day. Holy crap. There was a lot of great bands coming. Not anymore. I, the, last, you know? the last show I went to was um a day to remember Knocked Loose and Boston mm -hmm. Manor at um nice, yeah. House of Blues. Yeah. And it was like it was rowdy. Really? Yeah. So I hadn't been in a pit in like 10 like years. Right. Yeah. I wasn't in a pit in 10 years, and those Knock Loose was playing. They were playing, uh, was it Heading Down South or something mm -hmm. like that, or Heading mm -hmm. South? Yeah. It, oh, dude, I got wrecked. Dude, Knock like, Loose is uh, – we, we James, we got to cover Knock Loose one day. Uh, right. It's just they're doing so much for um, – for heavy music right now too. Um, and uh, I, I hope those guys continue to thrive like they have because they're just, they're so great counting worms for it to be like a very short, like almost intro song. Uh, yeah. It's just so good. And I can never listen to it once. I can never listen to it just once. I dare anyone. They're like Lay's potato chips. Just listen <laughs> once to you pop, you can't stop. What James, James likes to do uh, video reactions and stuff like that. Love them um so for the youtube channel so james i encourage you to watch uh, i'm going to send you the music video you need yeah. to watch the music video for counting worms and just tell me how much of an <laughs> urge it is to not just play that song over and over again okay. because it's so short and you're like i want more right why is there no more to this song is it uh, is it shorter than the pump death one second song the what <laughs> I, I, i'm dead what? serious 
Napalm Death has a one second oh, song. Oh, one second song. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I, I forgot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah so. They right. won like the Guinness World Record uh, for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is insane. You know, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, but getting back on. In one second. Yep, that's it. Actually, like there's it. like oh, wow. like two or three words in there. It reminds me of that thing from Peter, uh, Family Guy where he's like, ah! Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you got to listen to it, friend. It's great. Oh, I'll but, have to check it but, out. But yeah. you, know, you guys ever listen to any necrophagist? No. no, I don't. I don't. I don't oh, wow. think I've checked them out before. Uh, it's like uh, the the guitar player singer. He plays and sings at the same time, and it's insane technical death metal. Okay, that's uh, nice. yeah, that's really awesome. big, yeah. really hard. Um, they got. They got pretty popular. They played a okay. lot of big like European festivals. Okay, I think I think they played here in America too. I'm not sure. Okay, I'm but sure they're there's older. Some, um, cool, they're really like, good YouTube videos. I love a live video of things like that just to kind of see them like in their prime. Oh and, yeah, uh, you know, um, the, especially when you're discovering a band. The song you got to check out by them is uh, "For a Minute." Oful Discharge. Okay, sounds <laughs> intriguing. Very, very. very <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think they have one called Stab Wound. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's okay. like, I like Cannibal Corpse a lot and bands like that Dude, a lot. I so, love Cannibal Corpse. And I got the yeah. new album and, and I did see your post or, 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 or was the Travis's post about the new oh, Cannibal, yeah. about the new Cannibal record. That's just amazing record, dude. It's that, insane. Killer. It's insane yeah. to me. It's that, amazing that, what they can do now, you know? It's so heavy and fast mm. and groove driven. It's, yeah. I love their records. They you can bang your head to it really oh yeah, well. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, so it's good. And they're nice guys, you know, because um, because when I saw Cannibal Corpse with Behemoth, Behemoth was playing and the uh, you know he saw Behemoth. I did. I did. Yeah. yeah, dude. I I I've seen I've seen so many shows. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But um, they played at Spartanburg of all places, right over here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Yeah. So, so when Behemoth was on stage, the inside of that place was so hot, I had to go outside. Did they play at Ground Zero? Yeah, yeah. And then I, and then me and Paul talked. You, you know, the drummer from uh, Cannibal, and I found out yeah. that, that he is a really nice guy. He has a farm. Oh wow! And I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the dudes are like a legit farmer. You know, he has pigs and horses <laughs> and cows and yeah. That's so, so awesome. And he's yeah, a no, really, he really nice guy, you know. You know, I've been trying to get him on this uh get on this podcast. So maybe we can help hopefully maybe we can make that happen. But getting back on track, um, because I've yeah. you know, 'cause of all of our music talk um can you tell us in like a, a, as much detail as you want how you met Travis and and how y'all formed of Gods and Machines? Um, how how we did what, James? How you met Travis? And how that came to be of God's and Machines. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, he, I actually just saw him on Facebook and I added him because he really, <laughs> I think he had mutual friends. I think right, he had yeah. mutual friends. Too. Yeah. And um, he was like, he played guitar and I was like, I play guitar. So we hung out. I brought my guitar over. I hung out and we played and jammed. And then it kind of just went from there. Like over during COVID and stuff, like well, I didn't go anywhere. I really yeah. didn't do anything, and if I did, I wore a mask and stuff. Now I really don't wear one because I'm not really worried about it as much. Right. I know I'll probably take some flack <laughs> yeah. for that, but I'm ah, you're fine. You're right. Yeah. Like I'd rather just live. If I die, I die. That's the way it is. Hey, Amen. Yeah. yeah. Got to die um, one day, right? <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> we just started hanging out more. I would go to his house and we would write and jam and share stuff through video. Like yeah. I would record stuff on my phone, send it to him, and then. I'd come over and record tracks and then he, I was actually just going to join Fangs. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, his, yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, he, cause I was taught, I, me and Chris Chandler just kind of started becoming friend, good friends again from Crypt Dweller, you know, the, you know, the guitar player from Idle, from Idle Hands. Right. Mm -hmm. I guess we weren't never not friends, but we were more associative now. We, we, yeah. we speak a lot. And um, I was telling him, like, hey, I might be joining a band called Fangs. Because I actually approached him. I said, hey, you guys want a second guitar player? And he was like, no, nah, yeah. I just want one. I was like, oh, that's cool, dude. Thanks. 
So, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, I understand it because two guitar players is hard. You gotta, you yeah. gotta like yeah, your style, yeah, and, yeah. and you can't just one person just can't write everything. You have to write it together, and that's right. how yeah. you get a super good organic sound where you're yeah. both. Yeah, and so it's just not one guy. It's like writing everything, and it's like it has to be this way. You know, yeah. that's not what me and Travis do. We just, I'll write something. Like I'll write a whole song. Like I wrote one last night. So I'll write a whole song. Yeah. And then I'll play it for him and then he'll find parts in it that he likes and then he and we'll change it and we'll bend we'll mold it to to what we both like together, like a compromise. Right. If that makes any sense. No, yeah. Makes total sense. And um and so I was essentially was gonna join Fangs and then he was like, Well, why don't we change our name? Because this isn't really what Fangs sounds like. It's different, you know? Yeah. We're playing different sound and stuff. It was more I have a more doomy death metal like vibe and he's got a more death core um beat down like just super heavy like just his poly his rhythms is are really tough to play and he's really good good guitar player he's really yeah. great and he's hard to follow sometimes because <laughs> i because yeah. our styles are so different right <laughs> right my my rhythms like over here in that wheelhouse of like cannibal corpse through the eyes of dead you know a lot of four yeah. four you know and his is it's still the same timing but it's it's synco rhythm or syncopated and it's 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 hard to follow but yeah. that's what I like about his playing it's very challenging it's mm. extremely challenging yeah um, and so I bought the new beneath the masker album on iTunes. Uh, Fearmonger, and I heard the song of God's Machines, and it was like the breakdown, and it's super heavy. Yeah, it blew me away. So I wrote down in my little band note thing, I was like, that would be a good band name. Yeah. And he asked me, he was like, well, you guys want to change the name? So I ha I threw out a couple. I was like, well, what about Beneath Dying Skies? That's like a Through the Eyes of the Dead song. Yeah. Right. It was like that's actually a pretty cool name. And then I was like, well, what about of Gods and Machines? And then Jacob and Travis were like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, they were like, that's, that's the one, you yeah. know? And it that's like the coolest thing, the, how that happened. Because sometimes you try to think of a, a name for something, and it takes months. It yeah. takes time. And that just happened so randomly. Like, yeah. it just happened. I hope we don't get any flack about it. No, I, I don't think we I mean, would. I mean, I don't think you spelled it differently, and that was the first step. So if they do approach you, uh, then you can be like, "Ours is not spelled the same." The same. Thing, right? So, yeah. No, it's, it's spelled differently. Yeah. yeah. Right. There you go. That's all you need. And then if you need to change it even more, you can change like the S on the end to like the money uh, S. Like right. Money yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 like it's totally not the same, guys. Step off. Which is yeah. kind of uh, well, <laughs> the name uh, is like kind of a kind of a an awesome name because I've got some machines you're like okay so God's over here but but we you know I mean you could die from machines or God you know I'm, and I think that you know and the yeah. OV reminds me of uh, death metal um, they, they spelled it of OV instead yeah. of OF yeah. so I think that was a really really awesome idea also um, I kind of got from the name uh, I've been thinking about a lot lately is this like Kind of like how Jacob was talking about in the last interview. Kind of like how the big corporate world is yeah. kind of like the gods. Right, and yeah. We're all like, yeah. We're, we're just the machines. Right. Right. And we're just here to produce for them. Which we right. are. <laughs> and, and that's kind of like how I perceived it when I heard this. Like when I saw the name, I was just like, because like big corporations and big banks and governments rule earth and. We yeah. pay to live here. We're the only yeah. species that does pay to live on Earth, so it doesn't make right. any sense. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Lorna Shore does the the V thing too. Um, and I've, do they? You know, got, yeah, their uh, their latest album, Immortal. There's a song called uh, I'm looking at it right here, King of Deception, uh, and the of has a V in it. It's really uh, oh wow, that's really cool. Sweet. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it is right. See, it, it, you're right in line with all that um so like i think um i th i think that's the best way to put this sorry james you can edit this out my mind just went oh, yeah, for a second yeah, yeah that's right um yeah <laughs> sorry man it's been a long day it's been a long week hey man um, i love editing so take your time <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. um so what like 
so the core of this show, right? The whole, the whole like center of this whole entire podcast and like why me and James started it, not only to talk about music and kind of, you know, go on and on about what we like and things like that. But music on, on a very personal level for us is very important. Um, and it helps with a lot of different things. It helps with uh, times where we're feeling down and um, to get us through long weeks, get us through crappy days, get, what, what have you. So on a personal level, like what does music mean to you? Like in general, like whether it's metal or something else, like even if you like outlaw country or if you like, um, jazz or, or what have you, like, what, what do you think the importance of music is for that? Music is to me, it's important yeah. because it gives you a good quality of life. Mm. And without music, I think people aren't as happy. Yeah. Even when I'm at work, cause I do tile work, I have a headphone in my ear and I'm listening yeah. to whatever's on my iTunes, whatever I want on YouTube all the time. There's right. always music playing in my ear and yeah. it helps me just focus. Yeah. It helps me go about my life. Yeah. I, I think I that's a good way it. to put it. Yeah. It just, it's just there and it, yeah. it, it never, it never treats you wrong. It never does no, you. It's always there for you, you know? Always. Yeah. Cause there's, cause there's been many days where I've been like super, super down on like something that went on that day. And music just takes me right out of it and gets me to a, I don't want to say a perfect place, but it takes me to, to like a better place than what I was before, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, I that's, bet you guys yeah. all remember as kids, we sometimes when we heard like our favorite song, we probably all put headphones on and just went to sleep listening to it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. ever do that? Oh, yeah. 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 All I haven't time. done it in years. Right. I haven't done it in years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if I could fall asleep that way anymore. To be honest, yeah, but that's what that's what music is, though. It's like when you listen to something that you love, it kind of takes you back to that that yeah. moment when you're listening to that in your headphones, and it kind of yes. just took you away from whatever was going on in your life, and you were yeah, you were happy and listening. Music yeah. can do such such yeah. wonderful things where 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 it can bring your bring your mind back to. To better times, you know that you had. Yeah, yeah. And then yes. just remind you of bad ones too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Right. We try not to think yeah. about those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you it, know, it's, I have moments like that. Uh, I've got there's some songs where, if it comes on, like I, I don't, I'm not, I can't listen to it right now. Yeah. Um, I'll have to skip. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jimmy. Anything Coral. from Pink Floyd for me. Oh, uh, really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pink Floyd is amazing, man. Um, I love him. I, I love I, I him, but that. I can't listen to him because they're yeah. my mom's favorite. Right. Right. No, I feel that. Yeah. It's actually. Yeah, I, I feel you, man. Actually, um, um, you should listen to our um episode one hundred because we had uh, Scott Page from Pink Floyd. So we had yeah. One I saw. I haven't watched it yet. I'll oh, nice. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. And that guy was that informative as hell. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that yeah, guy James was informative. I don't know how in the world we got him, but we did. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, no, but I, I, I feel you, dude. Like there's, there's, there's certain times where, um, I can put on, um, "Hear You Me" by Jimmy Eat World, and uh, that oh, wow. song doesn't get me as bad. But then there's some times where it hits me, and you know, it, it's just like I can't, I can't even like function, you know, and I have to, I have to cut it off. But I do, uh. I do find that there's a lot of there's a lot of music that like from my childhood that I'll kind of bring back up, um, and uh, it just reminds me of like being a kid or or even you know other like areas of my life, and it's so crazy how a song can just take you back and um, yeah. helps you reflect, and uh, maybe those reflections will help your present day, which then helps your future, you know, and and so on. So. Um, Do you guys like listen to Alice in Chains or anything like that? Oh yeah, absolutely. I have. Yeah. I I seen them one time live, but that was with the new um Adam Devol. Stop it! Stop it! I, got, all, I got the Stamet Rebellion one time too with <laughs> yeah. the guy. Yeah, yeah but cool. uh, yeah, but I, I I I didn't see him with with Lane, and I wish I would because that guy is like amazing. So. Yeah. Oh, I brought them up because they were like another kind of big influence right. from my childhood for yeah. music. Yeah. Because when grunge happened, like I always just sang along to the radio, and that yeah. and that's yeah. kind of like I always wanted to be a, a vocalist, and that's why I, we yeah. started the band in high school. 
So right. like Alice in Chains is like, they're really heavy and they're a lot <laughs> heavier than a lot of their bands. And a lot of people don't hear it though. They just don't, I guess if coming from a musician standpoint, you can hear the heaviness when others can't. Yeah. You know, the way things, the hooks come in and the way things happen. It's like, to me, that's what makes things heavy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It took, sometimes it's not just a drop tuning or something, you know? Yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. I know that's so off of... subject from what we were talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but no, it, it all comes around, though. It, it really does. And that's that's what's so cool about music is, is somehow it will make its way back in. Um, yep. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Um, sorry. Go ahead, James. My that's bad. Got you um, there. So we do have one more question for you. And, um, oh, and cool. we ask we ask all this, all of our guests this question. And I think you all, and I think you, are, you already answered it, but I just want to make sure. Um, our podcast is called "When Words Fail, Music Speaks." That can't be further from the truth, right? So, is there a, a band or a song that you can think of right now that you can hear it, but you can't tell any, like you can't tell him or me how how it makes you feel, you know? Um, because I know because you might have to. You might have to re-explain that. Okay, okay, so, um, like, cause, okay, so there's a song called, um, I Tell the Day You Go by Eric Church, right? But, that, okay. I, that, that I can listen to it, but I can't tell anybody else how it makes me feel. Is there a song that moves you in such a way that you can't explain it to anybody else? Oh, okay, um, you might have to give me a minute. Sure. Cause I know you, you, cause I know you mentioned Pink Floyd. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, that, that's yeah. I know it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> no, so... no, no, no. It's not. It's not even about Pink Floyd at this point. It's like it's another. It's other. The question itself. It's like mm-hmm. that's all that can go with any song. Like yeah, yeah, right. It, um, like if like you can't, I can't explain the feeling that I that I feel when I hear like uh, how to say it uh when nocturnal comes on on my playlist by black dollar murder mm, yeah uh, yeah the feeling like I've saw I've seen that live yeah and it's like when someone sees me get excited or something about it a yeah. song you can't really explain to them why you're excited right they might not understand it or either you can't understand it and you can't explain it right. because right. like at practice Sunday, we, we played something that made the hair stand up on my neck. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. It made my whole skin crawl. And I was like, Whoa, this is good. Like, yeah. This is, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Like, hey guys, we, we better be careful. Be careful releasing yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah, that, well, that's uh, was, exactly that's exactly what we were asking. Yeah, you know what's yeah. something that it, what song I can give you a good one, a song that makes me feel like that and kind of just oh man I would have to say it 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 would be probably if it was if I was gonna say Pink Floyd it would be um comfortably numb Ooh. oh yeah powerful song yeah it is yeah. powerful song I, uh, yeah. Um, and like, and oh, for a song for like my influences, oh man, Travis is going to hate me for this one. <laughs> He's going to be so, <laughs> um, mental prolapse by rings of Saturn. Okay. I okay. don't know what it is about that song, but when yeah. I hear it, I'm like, I'm not here. I'm yeah. Gone. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gone. You're having an out of body experience. Yes. Yeah. I don't I know why. You. I guess it's all Lucas Mansfields and Joelman's amazing. All the stuff that they do, it's just like that's amazing. Yeah, I can't explain it. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's you answered that perfectly because because yeah. everybody has their own own way of answering that, and there's no wrong answer, which is the, the beauty of music. You know, I mean, nobody's yeah. wrong and nobody's right. It's just how yeah. it, how it makes you feel. You know. Everything with music's all subjective and opinionated. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like you can't, like you know, people compare like bands and genres, and then they compare the great guitar players, and then they were like, "Well, he's better than this person." This person. like nobody's better than anybody. It's not a sport, right? And that's what I, that's it's, why I always say that. Yeah, that, yeah, it's that's, a creative outlet. It's art, and yeah. it's been turned into a 
mechanism for money and all that other stuff but yeah you know yeah. it's hard yeah i mean i feel like that another bit the probably one of the other biggest influences with all my music it's a person that's probably my mother yeah yeah all of her art everything she did art related it yeah taught me to be expressive right and i wouldn't be as expressive as i am without nice for god through nice. life sure nice. absolutely man yeah. well I hear that this has been a really um, enlightening conversation, and I do appreciate yeah. it. And I do um, want to thank you again for coming on back on. Oh, um, yeah, man. You know, this yeah, has I been really, really amazing for me. And uh, for anybody who's listening and wants to uh, follow Fred Holmes, you can follow him at X Fred X C X Holmes X. That's a lot, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how in the world did you come up with that, with that, with that tag? That is a, that's just a reference like old MySpace days. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Nice. I was like, oh, everybody had X's in their name yeah. back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Pull out the MySpace username. That's where it's at. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, well, so, cool. hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's been awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah so everybody go follow up and uh, check out his band of Gods and Machines. It's OV Gods and Machines. And uh, I, I really think that. That just been is going to go. It's going to go places. Right. Wu Tang, yeah, Wu Tang, and now you know. Um, but I really do think that that, that this band that y'all formed is really going to go places. Um, yeah, I do too. You know, just stick with it, man. It, it, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna go off. You know, so we, I can't wait to see where so. y'all go. You know, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, we're we're rooting for you uh, all the way for sure. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, keep us posted whenever some music drops, and uh, yeah. we'll be sure to support. Um, and uh, we'll have to have all you guys back on the show uh, sometime soon. Yeah, I'll try and drag. Um, I'll probably try and drag Squeak over here, the drummer. Okay. Yeah. Try and get cool. him in the room yeah. that way he can. Let's do it. Get all in here with us. Oh, man. Yeah, man. We're always up for an interview, so that'll be that'll cool. be cool. Um, well, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of When Words Fail, Music Speaks, uh, and. Uh, Fred, thanks for coming on, man. You're um, welcome. We'll talk to you soon. And uh, everyone, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye.